For more on this, we're on the line to University of Johannesburg's Department of Economics and Econometrics uh, Associate Professor Nicholas Ngepa. Very good uh, afternoon to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us, Professor. Good afternoon, Fabrizio. 10 billion rand sounds like a lot of money, especially for an ailing national carrier. What is the likelihood that uh, the finance minister would grant such a request, especially given past statements that the national carrier cannot be allowed to fail? Well, it, I think it is um, the, 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 the finance minister would likely grant it. Uh, uh, that is uh, somewhat clear, but the concern is that although uh, the private sector and the state are important partners in development, the observation amongst a number of us as economists is that uh, the expenditure of the state in uh, recent years hasn't got enough uh, social value for money. The biggest issue that are facing South Africa is not in the, in the airline sector. It is in the developmental sector, the core developmental sector, poverty, inequality, and unemployment. And where markets are failing, that is when the state is supposed to get in to play its role. And I am not too sure whether any studies have been conducted to look at the developmental consequences of uh, uh, entities like South African Airways. There are other state entities that we can understand their raison d'etre in terms of the issues that are facing South Africa. In terms of limited resources, and at a time when South Africa is contemplating approaching the IMF for a loan, one would think that South African resources will be more wisely spent in areas that will have enough value for money, I mean social value for money. And what I mean by social value for money is in areas particularly of human capital development of the previously disadvantaged uh, 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 black population. And that is very important in my view uh, in the context of uh, uh, the, 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 the student uprising that we observed recently. Uh, that is where attention needs to be focused because the matter seems to be sleeping, but it will wake up again at very, very soon. And uh, I'm thinking if I were to give advice to the state, I would say resources should be mobilized in areas that will do something in mm. inequality reduction. Now, and, Professor. Uh, for me, yes, please. Uh, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll talk about in just a moment what is said to have been given to SAA in terms of government. Backed uh, guarantees in just a moment, but bailouts themselves do not do they not create uh, a moral hazards of sorts by continuing to give ailing SOEs these guarantees? It does. In addition to that, I was pointing to the value for money, but it looks like the SAA ways and a number of other parastatas might be a leaking bucket. You put resources, you don't see value for it, and when one thing that the airline industry in South Africa, other airliners are thriving, and South African Airways themselves, we fly South African Airways. We see that uh, each time you are flying, uh, you are taking a flight internationally, the flight is often full. The question is, why are they not making profit? Why are their balance sheets negative? These are the key questions that the state should be asking, and if the managerial uh, ability is not there, then it should be privatized. If it wouldn't be privatized, then let the state manage it properly. But I don't think that it is the right thing to do to year in, year out to keep bailing an organization like the SA Airways when 
if I look at it from an economic point of view, developmental economic point of view, I would say that its impact on the issues, the key uh, three issues that are facing South Africa are not as great as other sectors one would think about All right. in terms of redistribution of wealth. Professor, if I could please ask you to stay on the line with us uh, because I'd like to engage the DA's Deputy Shadow Minister of Finance of Lease just to get some issues straight as well, uh, if you don't mind. A very good afternoon to you, Mr. Leeson. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, now, I understand... I understand you've said in the past that um, so far it would seem that the amount already given to SAA in guarantees amounts to 19.1 billion rand. Is that including excluding the 10 billion rand that's been requested? It, it doesn't include the 10 billion rand. 10 billion rand would be additional to that 19 billion. But you must differentiate between a guarantee and a bailout. Hmm. So... Um, the, the 19.1 billion it, it was a guarantee against for them to borrow for SAA to borrow money from from banks. The one bank standard chartered, we know, um, lent them two billion rands, and and when the repayment time came, uh, SAA was unable to repay them. So National Treasury had to dig straight into the revenue fund, um, and so it unbudgeted 2.2 billion to bail out um, SAA. So that's a bailout. So the $10 billion was, in a sense, um, required to or requested in order to pay off some of the banks. There was, I think it was $7.4 billion mm. was of the $10 billion was going to be used to, to pay off the banks, against uh, which had been uh, lent money against the government guarantees. And then $2.5 billion um, SAA wanted for working capital. And, and that's exactly the point I think Prof's been making. Because effectively, it's a 2.5 billion rand to fund further losses. Because if you're making a profit, you, you shouldn't need working capital. You, I mean, this is not a new airline that is starting from scratch and is trying to establish itself. This is an airline which is decades, 100 years, or not quite 100, but it's getting close. Um, and so what, what effectively SAA was saying is we want um, to pay off some of our loans, and we need two and a half billion for working capital. And of course, what do you need working capital for? But to fund the massive losses that continue as we speak. In April and May, SA ran at a loss of 734 million rand in two months. It's nearly a billion, three quarters of a billion rand in two months. So National Treasury and the Minister didn't didn't provide that. I mean, they couldn't really. I mean, they didn't. That's not something they can easily do without getting um, a lot of, mm. of buy-in from a whole lot of people. So Thank- that that was a request, but it didn't happen. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Off Lisa is the DA's Deputy Shadow Minister of Finance. Back to uh, Associate Professor of Economics and Econometrics at the uh, at UJ, Professor Nicholas Ngepa. Uh, Professor, Mr. Lees rightly um, emphasizes the difference between a guarantee and a bailout. Government saying not so long ago uh, that it is, you know, 
putting an end to the policy of bailouts. But so far, we've seen uh, financial guarantees by government increasing. And the reason I, I, I pick on this point is I want to understand, so is there really a material difference if you keep on giving uh, financial guarantees as in underwriting the ability to borrow money for an SOE that keeps on coming back for more, that you end up bailing out in the end? What we see now is that the, the, the government is merely kicking the can down the road because if SAA waste has not been making profit, it's not been able to sustain itself, at one point, if there is the inevitable failure, the government will have to pay that money. That the guarantee means that if there is a failure of payment, the government will have to pay that money. So you have, it's like collateral in, 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 in borrowing money. When you default, then whatever you take, the banks possess it. So what we are saying is that it, it, it's dangerous to keep, to put future South African taxpayers as, at risk of paying the accumulated debts of an entity whose social value is still questionable, in my view. When I look at the, the prime issues facing South Africa, I ask myself the question, what is the contribution, particularly of South African Airways, to alleviating those issues? Other state-owned entities, we understand their role, for example, like ESCOM uh, and others, uh, we understand their role, uh, although issues might be there, but we know that it's important. What kind of market failure would the state of South Africa be addressing by constantly putting huge amounts of, of money or even giving a guarantee to SAA uh, when they are not making profit?